Here is what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Tuesday in the National Football League. Rams owner Stan Kroenke has joined forces with Stockbridge Capital to build an NFL stadium, a concert building, and office buildings on a 360-acre tract of land at the once-famous Hollywood Park racetrack in Inglewood. Kroenke is proposing an 80,000-seat NFL stadium for the Rams, hosting Super Bowls, a Pro Bowl, the NFL Combine, and NCAA games. His personal net worth is $12 billion. Hollywood Park officials said Monday night they expect to break ground late in 2015. The NFL League Office response, nobody can file an application to move to Los Angeles till February of 2016. Kroenke's proposal to move to the Rose Bowl for the first two years, then move into the City of Champions Park by opening day 2018. The NFL would only say any move has to be approved by 24 of the 32 owners. No mention yet of any potential territorial fee that the NFL initially wanted to charge for anybody to move into Los Angeles. Meanwhile, in St. Louis, the governor's task force this Friday will present Governor Jay Nixon their financial proposal for an outdoor stadium in that city to keep the Rams. The task force is expected to make public its financing plan to the city and county of St. Louis by the end of January. National Football League office head of officiating Dean Blandino says refs calls in the Lions-Cowboys game, they blew a critical call late in the game. Cowboys linebacker Anthony Hitchens should have been flagged for a defensive holding call late in the game by the Lions. Refs threw the flag, then picked it up, saying Hitchens was face guarding, which is not illegal in the NFL. Blandino said it was blatant holding on tight end Brandon Pettigrew. Lions coach Jim Caldwell remains miffed, says instant replay should be used on penalty calls. He says the NFL apologies mean nothing to us now. And Cowboys owner Jerry Jones went public on Monday. He agrees with Caldwell that the league should use technology and replays on pass interference and defensive holding calls. By the way, that Sunday night game had a TV viewership of $28.3 million to watch the Cowboys and the Lions. The Chargers have brought in two Canadian Football League free agents for private workouts. Cornerback Delvin Bro, a 6'1", 190-pound hitter from the Hamilton Ticats, and offensive guard Ben Heenan of Saskatchewan. Detroit Lions nose tackle Nadamakong Sue says he believes he's leaving the team. As a free agent in February, the Lions are going to refuse to franchise tag him at $26 million. Arizona Cardinals say they will retain wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, despite the fact he's got a $23 million cap figure for next season. In Pittsburgh, not good news. Safety Troy Palomalu, linebacker James Harrison, defensive end Brett Kiesel, and cornerback Ike Taylor say they're all contemplating retirement. Reports out of Arizona that quarterback Ryan Lindley, who had an awful playoff game in Carolina, might remain with the team but instead be moved to tight end or safety. His career numbers in 10 games as a Cardinal quarterback, three touchdowns, 13 picks, three fumbles, and 22 quarterback sacks. The Homa Carolina Panther coach Ron Rivera heavily damaged by fire and smoke at 4 a.m. on Monday morning. No one was injured, but more than $100,000 damaged to the second floor and the roof of the historical home. On the coaching front, rumors indicate the New York Jets are trying to hire Pittsburgh Steeler executive Omar Khan as general manager, then have him lure Bill Cower out of retirement. 
Jets, meanwhile, are continuing to talk to other candidates, interviewing Frank Reich of the Chargers on Wednesday. Jets NFL execs Chris Ballard of Kansas City, Ryan Pace of New Orleans, turned down interview requests from New York owner Woody Johnson. In Atlanta, the Falcons interviewing Rex Ryan of the New York Jets today, Todd Bowles of Arizona on Thursday, also scheduled Terrell Austin of Detroit, Doug Marone of Buffalo before the end of the week. Falcons have already met with Adam Gaze, Josh McDaniel, and Dan Quinn. Bills interviewed Frank Reich of the Chargers on Sunday. Mike Shanahan, the ex-Broncos and Redskins coach, was also interviewed on Sunday night. Raiders have interviewed five coaches in four days, including Mike Shanahan, Eric Mangini, and Pep Hamilton. 49ers interviewed Josh McDaniels of New England on Saturday. They say they will schedule a second interview when the Patriots are done with the playoffs. They will also interview Todd Bowles this coming Friday. Bears interviewing general manager candidates, including Lake Dawson of the Tennessee Titans today and Kansas City executive Chris Ballard tomorrow. Tampa Bay has interviewed Dirk Cutter of Atlanta for the vacant offensive coordinator job. In Seattle, legendary coach Mike Holmgren says he is withdrawing as a coaching candidate in the league since he will become an offensive consultant. Bengals coach Marvin Lewis is yet to meet with owner Mike Brown. Bengals are 0-6 in postseason with Lewis at the helm. Giants say defensive coordinator Perry Fuel will return next season despite the fact his defense was ranked 29th in the NFL. And Scott McLuhan, a former 49ers general manager who left the NFL because of alcohol problems, has confirmed he's interviewed in Washington and with the Oakland Raiders for a front office job. Off the field, more problems for Johnny Manziel, the Browns quarterback, involved in another bar incident, this in Houston. Evidently, he gave a heckler the finger, and fans then threw drinks and bottles at him. Saints defensive tackle Junior Gallette arrested on charges of a domestic incident, shoving a girlfriend down the steps and throwing her out of his house. In New England, the former wife of Junior Seau, Gina, says the family rejected the $4 million concussion settlement because the NFL has taken no ownership in what happened to brain-damaged players. A couple of college football notes. Virginia Tech's athletic director has given a public vote of confidence to Hokies head coach Frank Baumer, despite the fact they've got 17 losses in the last three years. West Virginia has hired Shane Lyons as athletic director. He replaces Oliver Luck. Florida quarterback Jeff Driscoll is transferring to Louisiana Tech. And Notre Dame quarterback Ev Golson is thinking of transferring to LSU. He could play immediately next season as a graduate student. In baseball, there are reports the Padres have contacted Tampa Bay about a possible deal for second baseman outfielder Ben Zobrist. Angels have talked to Tampa about Zobrist, too. And the Dodgers have opened trade talks with the Orioles about a deal for outfielder Andre Ethier for pitching. White Sox signed free agent second baseman Emilio Bonifacio of the Cubs. Phillies have signed ex-Padre and Atlanta Braves right-hander Aaron Harang. Brewers have picked up Shane Peterson, a young outfielder from Oakland, hit 308 in the Coast League last season. And the Rockies are talking to free agent pitcher Kyle Kendrick of the Phillies. The Hall of Fame will announce its enshrinees this morning at 8 a.m. Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson, John Smoltz could all be first time voted in on their first time on the ballot. Second-year eligible players, including Mike Piazza, Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell. In basketball, San Diego State struggling badly, hosts New Mexico tonight at Viejas. Aztecs are 11-4, but they've won only six of the last ten. 
Lobos come to town with a 10-4 record. They're led by their three-guard offense. Cullen Neal's averaging 17 points. Deshaun Delaney, 13 points. And three-point shooter Hugh Greenwood, 10 points per game. UCLA basketball coach Steve Alford is stunned as Bruins have lost five in a row, eight and seven on the season, and they lost 71-39 to Utah over the weekend. NBA basketball, a huge trade involving nine players and draft picks. New York Knicks, Oklahoma City, and Cleveland Cavaliers in a three-corner deal. The Thunder get young Cavalier guard Dion Waiters. Cleveland acquires veteran guard J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert, plus a number one pick. New York gets three expiring contracts of young players and a second-round pick. Knickerbockers are going to have $30 million cap space to use next summer. On the court, the Lakers lost to Portland 98-94. Guard Damian Lillard hit five baskets in the final five minutes of the game, including three three-pointers. He finished with 39 points. Kobe Bryant did not play, resting his ailing knees. Lakers go to 11-24 on the season. Portland's 27-8. Clippers lost to Atlanta. The Hawks scored 49 points in a 17-minute span in the second and third quarter to blow the game open. Oklahoma City lost to Golden State. Warriors jumped out to a 20-point lead. Warriors are now 27-5. Chicago beat Houston. The Bulls go to 25-10. Memphis nailed the New York Knicks. The Knicks are 5-32, have lost 12 straight and 22 of the last 23. And the battered Cavaliers without LeBron James lost to the lowly Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers are now 5-28 on the season. NHL hockey, top games on the Tuesday schedule. New York Islanders tangle with Vancouver. The Isles are 26-12-1. They have the best record in the Eastern Conference. Tampa Bay, meanwhile, tangles with Montreal, which is 26-11-2. And tragedy for the U.S. ski team. Two members of the U.S. developmental squad, Ron Burlak and Brian Astick, were killed in a snow avalanche while skiing in Austria on a 10,000-foot mountain. That's it. That's what's going on in the world of sports. That's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Tuesday.